What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve GG, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. Today, we have Courtney. Hello, Courtney. Hello. How are you? Good. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay, so I'm a registered dietitian. Um, I'm also a stay-at-home mom. So I've actually been a stay-at-home mom for about nine years and just about a year ago, jumped back into the nutritional world. So I've got a small business here on Daniel Island. I've got a blog um, and just kind of pushing content out there for, yeah, simple nutrition lifestyle. How long have you had the blog? It's been about a year, January of last year. I, I launched it. Okay. How yeah. often do you post stuff? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I took a little hiatus. This I, My goal is once a week. A week I should a say week? that. Once wow. a week. We each um, have a hard time just doing once a month. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think, yeah. We have a team of people. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I did take a hiatus this summer and this fall just to kind of be with my kids and use a little extra love. Um, but now that the new year started, I think I've got some some time and I'm back in it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So um, tell us what kind of stuff you typically blog about. So really, I you know, I just love kind of walking people through simple nutrition. I feel like there's so many diets out there. And being a dietitian for how long has it been? I don't know, about almost 15 years. You know, I've seen diets come and go. And I feel like there's so much crazy stuff out there that's confusing and there's new diets here and there and one diet that was popular five years ago is now unpopular now and unhealthy so really just walking people through what is simple clean eating um and how can we reach that for you so really individualized eating i think too i don't think there's one size fits all diet out there so mm -hmm. just kind of pushing people out there to figure out what works best for their body yeah yeah we yeah. uh Dane and I feel the exact same way about rehab and the human body and yes. when it comes to performance and health, for sure. Like you can go through protocols all day mm -hmm. and it may capture a certain percentage of people. It may even help to some degree, but if you really want to um, get somebody to the best version of themselves or however you want to say it, it definitely is going to take an individualized approach. And Absolutely. And different seasons of life too. So what worked for you five, 10 years ago might not necessarily work right now. So it's yeah. just kind of that's a great point. Yeah. You know, we change a lot. Yeah. Like I always think back to those times, like, I don't know, you hear like these stupid quips about, uh, you know, your senses change every seven years. You guys ever heard that? From, no. Like, you know, senses? like, yeah. Like, you know, your sense of taste, like your taste buds, like maybe you were a salt person at one point in time. And then as you, evolve, I've always been a chocolate person. Maybe I'm the only one that's salty around here. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so I guess I was just kind of, I guess I'm the only one that's ever heard that. So uh, I feel like that's not true. Is that true? I, I don't think that it's necessarily true. I would call it like an old tale of some sort. Yeah, but, but it's kind of saying like things evolve think, and change. Yeah, 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 life's a river and it's going to you know take its own course and it's right. not going to be the same tomorrow as it was today. I've got a funny story about um, taste buds changing. <laughs> so, you know, everyone has the same challenge. You have kids, you probably know this too, like getting them to eat. 
Um, you know, we've never a problem getting to eat relatively healthy. We eat healthy day after eat, we eat, period. Um, but occasionally it'll be something new, you know, and, uh, you know, I'll just tell Liam, it's like, you know, same thing. I guess this, maybe this is where it starts. Like, your taste buds have changed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, it's trying, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't like uh, carrots anymore. I was like, well, your taste buds have changed. Like, try something else. It's like, I was like, I don't know. I was like, well, your taste buds change all the time. Yeah. It's okay. And it really, it's been a very effective way to get my children to kind of eat some, you know. Yeah. And um, I know that is true for kids. Their taste buds are still evolving, so are changing. So, absolutely Perfect. keep trying go. it with the yeah. kids. No, yeah. No. Good. I'm not a liar. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought I, was, I thought I was like, maybe some Montana thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like what else is like allergies, you know, like changing, you know, and I think that's more seasonal or like even like yeah. with the way the world changes as well. But, you know, I don't know, your sight changes, but I think that's just aging. Yeah. Know. How did you, you know, I, I love to start this way. I always think people's stories are super interesting. So yeah. how did you get involved? Like why? With nutrition. Yeah. It was so interesting. I was thinking back and actually my interest was peaked back in eighth grade on the swim team. We had a team mom who was volunteering as our, we call it dry land coach, like a conditioning coach. And she was a nutritionist and she introduced us to some kind of diet called the zone diet. And for me, it was just really interesting to think of how food can affect how you perform athletically. So that's still around. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. And I honestly, in eighth grade, ever really, yes. Okay. Um, But that piqued my interest. And then once I got to college, I started as a health science major, took one class on the health sciences, our health system, and was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. So I ended up switching to nutrition and then just loved it. So I graduated Clemson um, with a nutrition degree and then moved to Chicago for an internship and then started as a registered dietitian in 05. What did you do in Chicago? What was that like? That was awesome. So (laughs) I initially started out at a corporate gym. So I was the nutritionist there um, doing weight loss and quickly figured out that I hated it, that everything I learned in school was not quite working for everyone. Some people were losing weight, some people weren't. And it was really frustrating. So about a year and a half in, I switched jobs and ended up in a natural medicine clinic um, in the suburbs of Chicago. And really that was life-changing for me. It was a doctor and a dietitian and they developed their own diet. And it was a range of five different diets, ranging from vegan all the way up to like high protein, high fat. And we tested their blood and did all sorts of different blood tests and realized what diet worked for different people. So that's where I got the individualized approach. And it was really something interesting, more of a natural approach, more holistic. Um, Yeah. So from there, it was just really cool. So once I had kids, I still wrote for their blogs um, just to kind of stay in contact with them and just keep up with their work because they were so, I don't know, so great to me. Yeah, That's awesome. Have you brought some of those like, skills here or have you like I don't see a lot of that um in South Carolina yeah there's not a lot of that (laughs) blood testing so that's been tough so there are some clues you can pick up on like if someone's always hot or someone's always cold that's usually an indicator of you know their blood pH so you could kind of play around diet to see if their blood pH might be off um if somebody's blood sugar tends to drop you've got people who are like fast oxidizers or slow oxidizers so some people really genuinely need higher protein higher fat to keep their blood sugar stable where some people can eat more carbs and they're fine. They don't have mm-hmm. that blood sugar crash. Like we always talk about not, not everyone's going to have that crash. Um, so there's certain clues you can pick up on. Um, the biggest thing we did that really impacted me up there was food sensitivity testing. So I'd still do that down here. I've got the test we can run um, to figure out if you do need to avoid gluten or dairy or eggs or garlic or whatever, because different people react to different foods. Um, yeah. So that's something that I have taken down here because that has, that has changed so much. And there's so much more available now. If you want to give up gluten or if you need to give up gluten or dairy, there's, gosh, there's so much more than there was 
10, 12 years ago. Yeah. So yeah. Five years ago. Yeah. yeah. How do you figure that stuff out? How do you, how does one go about learning if they're sensitive? Yeah. So I have a blood test that um, we run and it's called the mediator release test. So essentially what it does is it tests your, your blood's reaction to 170 foods and chemicals. So it just, it's basically just testing your immune response. Is your immune system responding to these foods? And if so, then your, your body is just kind of in a reactive state where you're going to have symptoms like irritable bowel syndrome, fibromyalgia, migraines, eczema. Um, because your body is essentially attacking that yes. food and use it as a threat. Yeah. So right? you, yes, exactly. Exactly. So we just work to get those foods out of there. Yeah. No, I've, I've always been fascinated with those types of tests and like the allergies and everything else. Is there like how accurate and like you know everything exactly. else like is it repeatable do then do you have to do it again down the road with an individual to yeah. see if things have changed or you can again, those senses changing yeah. you absolutely can so there are a lot of food sensitivity tests out there a lot and they all measure different things the one that i do i think is the most reliable and accurate um because it's actually measuring change in volume of your blood so you're just seeing like an actual change um and i can go more into that but it's a little more sciencey but um the one I do is a little more accurate. And then what we do is we don't want a diet to be too restrictive. I don't really believe in restricted diet. So after three to six months, you can start kind of introducing foods back in to see if your body has kind of recovered from that. Because um, really, you don't want to be avoiding, you know, tons of food for the rest of your life. I think kind of marrying that with like a, a simplistic diet, you want something that's sustainable, that's going to work for you in, in the long run. Yeah. yeah. I don't go into nutrition advice, at least not, you know, in depth at all, but that's pretty much the mantra that I have. Like here's, here's simple kind of clean foods. Here's yeah. like, you know, take out processed foods, eliminate sugars as much as you can, and then slowly reintroduce dairy or right. sugar. And or sometimes there's a tolerance or, level too. Yeah. So you got to figure out once you have it out, like what can I tolerate? Maybe you can have a little bit here and there. Um, and maybe you're fine, but if you have too much of this, maybe then you start to feel a little wonky. So yeah, yeah. but it has to be sustainable for sure. Yeah. And that's important. That's the hardest thing I think for people yeah. to do. Like if you're going to do a quotation marks diet, uh -huh. you know, I think you should do it in, in the light of, I'm going to limit all these foods. I'm going to see how I feel. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I'm going to, yeah, go back to something sustainable and see how these new things can adapt into my life. Cause yeah, nobody's going to eat. I'm sorry. I mean, It'd be great, I'm sure, but eat completely clean 100% of exactly. the time. No sugar, no alcohol, no, you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. Like it's, I don't want to be around that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they're probably out there, but yeah. they're probably in their home, never talking to anybody. I know. And I always say that the pursuit of the perfect quote unquote diet really, I feel like, is so stressful to some people that it's almost worse than eating junk yeah. food because that's stress. You know, diet's not the only health you know, the only healthy yeah. thing to do. There's so many other factors to your overall health. So if you're stressing out about eating perfectly yeah. clean, then your overall health is going to suffer. Even yeah. if you're eating sweet. Clean. Maybe so. you've reduced some inflammation, but you've increased cortisol because yeah. you're always like stressed about where your next meal is going to come from. And, exactly. And what it's going to contain. Yeah. It's difficult for sure. What are like the simplest ways that someone can start eating clean in your opinion. I always like yeah. to, everyone seems to have kind of the same answer, but I always get like good nugget that I can apply yeah. to myself. So. Let's see. That's a good question. Um, I think just starting with simple foods. I mean, you always have like, this is really old advice, but shopping the perimeter of the grocery store. So you're getting the fresher foods. Um, I mean, the more fruits and vegetables you can get, the better. So I just try to add that to every meal mm -hmm. in, in some way, shape or form. 
Um, add a fruit and vegetable to every meal. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's going to go so far, you know. How many servings should you have a day? Oh, goodness. If you, like, had the ideal amount of <laughs> yeah. fruit and vegetable servings, like, I've heard four to five, I've heard seven to eight, I've yeah. heard two to three. Do you, like, recommend anything? Again, very individualistic. Yeah. I don't recommend any because I feel like, I mean, there's recommendations out there. Um, I just honestly, I feel like the more, the better. I think this, I don't know if you've gotten into gut health at all, but really the, the would yeah. like to, but I don't. Yeah. I so gut is. health is, is fascinating. It's going to be, it's taking off. So it's going to be oh, the yeah. next thing that everyone's talking about. Um, but when it comes to fruits, vegetables, plant foods, um, fiber foods, the more you can get, the better basically. Mm -hmm. Cause it's the more diversity of plants that you have in your diet, the better your gut health is going to be. You're more, you're feeding the healthy bacteria yeah. in your gut. So I just kind of recommend trying to get it every meal if you can and try to, you know, maybe half your plate be fruits and vegetables. I mean, that's kind of old advice too, but it's, it's a good one. Yeah. You say that's old advice. <laughs> Nobody knows that <laughs> okay. stuff. You yeah, know what I'm mean? like pulling stuff out from yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, but, but yeah. people don't know that. They have no idea. Yeah. They're, they're talking keto or they're talking you right. know, paleo right. or they're talking, you know, being a vegan. Like that's, you know, that's the new conventional wisdom. I feel like we're finally yeah. circling maybe back around to, yeah. Right. Just, you know, that's what I've tried to do like recently is literally absorb, like add as many fruits and vegetables into my diet as I can. I yeah. don't have room for other things at this point. Like I'm so full. Right. You know, and then, um, probably conventional wisdom too, but for, for people who don't know, like as many different colors as well, yes. I've heard like orange, red, green, like fruit and vegetables. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. But yeah. To get that diversity in there. So even just walking down the, um, produce aisle kind of picking up stuff that you wouldn't think of like fennel you can chop it up and put it in a salad it's great or i don't know brussels sprouts you know just grab everything that you can um and that's kind of i don't do this but i would love to get you know the boxes from like the community shared farms that kind of bring those boxes by you because then you can get a great diversity you're getting seasonal food too so you're getting the best yep. nutrients so yeah. that's another thing is to force yourself to try new vegetables is to sign yeah. up for a share box somewhere yeah i yeah. i my first uh, dive down the nutritional road was a book called Primal Blueprint. Okay. I and so it's kind of like paleo-esque, but like yeah. I really spoke a lot to me because it almost had like this tiered system and like, you know, the worst possible food would be processed food. Like yeah. in a, uh, you know, you bought it from McDonald's and then it kind of like went from like the worst food to like really good foods and the best foods being like seasonal locally sourced mm -hmm. foods that you could get you know what I mean by far that's the best thing for you and that yeah. kind of spoke a lot like Gruber Farms delivers right. here you know and yeah. like it's definitely becoming these kind of CSA um community share programs are right. like much more popular which is awesome like yeah um it's hard to do though right because it's just like yeah man, it's just so convenient just to go down the road and it is you gotta plan everything you know what I mean yeah. like but that's what I tell sure you tell those people just pick like one thing like, all right, I'm just going to yeah. get my vegetables or I'm going to get my fish or locally sourced or something right. like that. Yeah. I definitely think the, the trend is starting to go in the right direction. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. So right now you're doing more just individual one-on-one -on -one stuff. What does that look like when you pick up a client or how does that yeah. go? Yeah. Yeah. So really um, my main focus is the food sensitivity testing. So I do, well, kind of send her to send someone to a lab um, to get the lab drawn and then we just walk the person or I walk the person through the diet as far as what to eliminate, how to eliminate it, um, what the time frame is for reintroducing it and just monitoring their symptoms. Um yes yeah, so that's what I'm doing now. Okay. Yeah. So what kind of like problems would somebody have to know that they would need to come see somebody like so, you? So the the big the big three really are um 
irritable bowel syndrome, mm-hmm. migraines, um, fibromyalgia, then other things where you just kind of feel inflamed, um, any immune system, any autoimmune issues, mm-hmm. food sensitivities are great things to look at. Um, eczema I mentioned. So yeah, and really just like general not feeling well um, all the time. That can be, I mean, it could be a number of things, but food sensitivities can always be like a one piece of the puzzle, kind of a yeah. way to attack that first and then see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll try not to go down the, the soapbox rabbit hole, but like, why do you think that is not in the medical world? Like the first thing that people do, like, I know it's coming, yeah. like gut health, hundred percent. Like we've had yeah. people who have treated them, you know, and their neck or whatever they have, let's just use example of neck pain and we'll do everything under the sun. They're strong. We'll do a bunch of like, you know, manual work and they can feel better, but it keeps coming back and they'll change something mm-hmm. in their diet and they'll be like, it's, it's gone. Yeah. Right. So I know I have to address these things now. So it's something we address on everybody. Right. But like, why is that not talked about first thing when you go see your primary care physician? Yeah. I mean, it's a good question. I think there's a very basic nutrition education for for doctors. You know, they have so much other things to learn. They have a lot that they have to know. Um, So it's very basic. And I think it takes a long time for the research to catch up. Like if you look at European studies, you'll find a lot of research on this type of Mm -hmm. stuff. But I feel like it's like 15 or 20 years. Yeah. So like gut health would be normal in 15 or 20 years. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it just takes a while. I mean, I've heard someone say that if you have a natural medicine approach to something, it takes 10 years for conventional medicine to catch up to it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't really know why, but I think, you know, just the lack of education and then, you know, I took my daughter in because she wasn't feeling well this summer and they did all the traditional like skin testing, which is very different from what we were doing. And they don't necessarily trust the blood test or the other food sensitivity tests versus food allergies. So, um, yeah, hopefully it will come. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's interesting <laughs> for you. I mean, I definitely talk now. I have a network of very similar minded people uh-huh. and they'll go to their, um, you know, their, uh, physical or whatever for the year, or they'll take their kid in for like yeah. allergies or like reflux or, you know, a, talked about this story before it's like you know typically it's not even talked about it's not even mentioned like can you at least mention it you know like hey if you want to go down here's this other road that's kind of holistic and natural or here's this road that it's a tool my tool belt you know we can go down the pharmaceutical side right you know like at least give people the option and yeah but i mean i get sometimes like you said i'm confident that in hopefully in 10 or 15 years, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I don't know though. At some point, yeah. you know, like a lot of that stuff, unfortunately, I still think is very, very much uh, money driven. Yeah. You know, like you have to send them out of your network. Right. You know, because if you're a registered dietitian in a hospital, do you ever have to do like a rotation or anything? I did a rotation. Yeah. Six weeks and decided that's not what I wanted to do. Right. <laughs> so right. I back. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that yeah. you were like very, very like uh, handcuffed and probably the things that you could do. And you probably saw a lot of things like, yeah. I may, may or may not agree with some of these things or this is not how I yeah. would Well, the quality of food that's served, unfortunately, you know, the yeah. whole point of having a dietitian in a hospital is to help someone to have the nutrition to heal yet the food they're given them is in the best human right. food. So, right. yeah. It's just crazy. I feel like <laughs> in 30 years, you know, you always look at it, oh man, like we used to uh, um, recommend women to smoke for anxiety or to help their lung capacity, right? So yeah. we're probably going to look at, I bet, maybe that'll be the thing. In 20, 30 years, we're like, oh my God, we were serving that food to patients in hospital yeah. right after a stroke right. or right after a, you know what I mean? Like, how do we even recommend that stuff? Yeah. So I'm sure we'll look back and things will change yeah. quite a bit. So yeah, it's cool to see the kind of transition yeah. kind of happen. I think it definitely is coming. 
people. I think are, so. I think at least people are educating themselves and now have some options. Out yeah. There. And there's a lot of options out there. I think, you know, there's a few MDs who will go the more holistic route and that's always encouraging. Yeah. Encouraging Do you know see. anybody besides yourself, like MD wise or nutritionist wise that's doing that here? Like, are yeah. there more of there's us a couple at this point? There's a couple of dietitians in Charleston who do the same testing I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sarah Gale on the island okay. does it. Yeah. And then um, Kathleen Oswalt, I think she's somewhere in Charleston, but she, yeah. she does a lot of this testing. Um, and then Merge Medical in Mount Pleasant does a lot of um, yeah. just holistic. I've talked testing. to them before. Yeah. 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 And there's, I mean, there's more too that I've heard recommended from friends. I just haven't personally okay. seen them. Yeah. I and mean, that's why I yeah. see this whole advent of integrative and functional medicine. Yeah. You've probably heard those words before. We had a guy on here who was kind of Duke trained and talked about it. Like that stuff is exciting. Yeah. And Rhett's Women's Center. I met with um, the nurse practitioners there and they're doing a lot with functional medicine for, okay. for women. And that's really exciting. That's cool. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Uh, you want to go through, well, first, first. I always forget this question. Your version or your definition of a healthy person would be what? Okay. That's a big question. It is a big question. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've talked to so many people, but yeah. like, you know, when you look at a person or you see a definition of health, like mm-hmm. what are those qualities or what does that look like? Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. Like as a dietitian, I obviously, you know, gear towards diet and nutrition, but I would say that's only one small piece of the puzzle. So I think a healthy person really has um, numerous aspects of health going on. So they're eating somewhat well for their unique body. They're moving in some way. Um, They've got stress under control where they're able to have a lifestyle that is not too stressful for them. They're getting a good amount of sleep and they've got a great community of people around them. So I think it's it's a lot of different factors that aren't always going to go perfectly. but they're aware of of what they need for overall health. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love the kind of education component, Mm -hmm. you know, of that. Like it's a big responsibility for people is kind of to be aware and to like kind of find that stuff out for themselves because it's just not going to be this cookie cutter version, just like we've talked about. And there's a theme for a lot of people. It's just, you know, it's a good, sometimes it's a good start, but you definitely have to find an individualized approach for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll go for some Spitfire. Okay. All right. Ready? Uh-huh. What are you best at? Oh, gosh. I know. What am I best at? People, I love these questions because it makes it real like, oh, man, like I have to look inside myself. Yeah. And find out. You know, it can be the lens of, you know, family, be lens of your yeah. own body awareness or how you do with clients. Like, yeah. you know, you can kind of pick a thing. So a big thing for me, we just moved back to Charleston three years ago and, um, it's been hard finding community. That's why I add that for health. I think that's so important. So, but I've been told I'm a good gatherer, a good connector. And I do love connecting people and gathering people. I think that's such an important part of, of mm-hmm. overall health and just a good quality of life. So, um, yeah, I love connecting people and, and meeting new people. That's a good quality. Of life. I, I uh, have realized the importance of that tremendously. Like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of look at uh, blue zones. Oh, yes. blue zones, right? Yeah. And like, there's these certain qualities and like one of those qualities is like, it's usually a rural kind of tight knit community of people. And that's like very, very important, right? Yeah. Just for like overall stress. Like, yes, they're outside a lot. Yes. They're eating a very good balance of like fish and food and they're walking and exercising a lot. Yeah. Like the big thing too, is just being a part of a community. And that is obviously something that's a little bit harder to come by nowadays. Like it I is. completely agree. It we, uh, you know, funny story. We went to high school together. Yeah. We both grew up here. So it's like, you know, it's interesting just to see how Charleston's changed and 
obviously the world itself has kind of changed. Yeah. Right. It's bigger and smaller all at the same time. Yeah. Okay. What are, um, what do you suck at or what do you struggle with? Would be a nicer way to say that. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. You know, I am a very indecisive person. Yeah. I cannot make a decision. Um, Sometimes just pulling the trigger. Yes. Absolutely. And I, not to go down a rabbit trail, but have you heard of the Enneagram? Oh, it's super interesting. It's a a nine type personality test that will um, just kind of explain your strengths and your weaknesses based on your personality. Super interesting. Oh, it's like an introvert and has a bunch of like, like either yin or yangs, like seven different things. It's a little different. So it's more of like not how you act, but why you act, the motivation behind what you do, what you do. So I'm, for example, I'm a number six and number six are tend to be more anxiety driven, more fear driven, and they cannot make decisions and they have to, um, get other people's opinion before they make decisions. And just knowing that I'm like, that is me. But the way to get to health is to trust yourself and to know, like, no, like trust yourself. Yeah. You don't have to ask 10 different people for their opinions. Like you can make your own decision. Um, but it's, it's been kind of nice to be like, okay, that's my mm. personality and I can work through that. I can yeah. get to a healthy side of the six, but super interesting Enneagram. If anyone's interested in that, I totally recommend. Diving I'll, that. I'll put a link to it in the show notes, okay. but it's like, there's so many common themes, right? Like um, I recorded a podcast last week um, for everyone who's listening. Like last week, my audio recording got destroyed, but they said, and it was so, I could say it a thousand times that it's simple, but not easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just simple. Eat on the outside of the grocery store, maybe put a bunch of fruit and vegetables, but that's just not very exactly. Very easy. And this is common theme of get the blood test, uh-huh. get an idea of what's good and bad just like you, I need to know where my weaknesses are. I need to know where my strengths are. And then I can create a plan around that. Right. You know, like it's all the same, you know, take an inventory, be aware of what's going on. And then you can then act on what you need to do. Like, okay, I know I'm anxiety and fear driven. I know I need to go get these opinions. Now I know what I need to do. And if I want to act on something, I I have an idea. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many people who are not aware right. Who just, you know, whether that's denial or whether they just want the resources or whatever, but like, and that first step is just sheer awareness. Right. Which, yeah. If you're doing that, you're probably better than 70% of the people <laughs> yeah. in the first place. So take that. That's a good take on okay. in and of itself. <laughs> yes. Um, what is the number one thing the public should do to maintain their health and fitness? To maintain their health and fitness. You could pick one thing, mm-hmm. you know, through your lens as nutritionist or your mm-hmm. lens as a human being. Mm-hmm. What would you, you know? Somebody kind of comes in and like, what, what can I change right now? What should I do? Yeah. You know, I know I just have an interesting answer, but I, I'm going to go with a major move answer that I see y'all post, but it's just okay. movement. Yeah. It's, it's movement. It really is. And I share this on my blog, but I've had some anxiety issues the past two years and um have not been moving because of that. And I'm seeing y'all now because I'm having to get my body back into yeah. shape, but just seeing that inactivity for two years and what that's done to my body and what it does to other people. And it's so easy to be inactive in this culture and in this, you know, in America. So I, I think just movement and not what you think it needs to be, like whatever you enjoy, you know, like if mm-hmm. you want to walk, walk, if you want to dance, dance, if you want to do CrossFit, do that. Just yeah. find something to get your body moving, which I always appreciate y'all's, y'all's posts because I'm always inspired. That's well, good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, yeah. The, inten- the name was very intentional. Because yeah. I, I mean, it's 100% accurate that like we were definitely not meant to sit in front of a computer, right. order everything off of Amazon, get our food cooked for us, brought to our right. door. Like literally this point in the world we could 
not get off the couch and get every oh, necessity no. that we need. And Almost even, as, even as moms moving from Chicago, I'm shocked at the amount of time I spend in the car. Like yeah. I am driving a lot, yeah. you know, whereas we used to walk everywhere in Chicago. So that's, that's big to just finding time for the day just to move, whether it's a workout or just yeah. walking. Do you ever watch the movie, uh, a few kids, Wally? I've not seen Wally. You need to watch Wally. <laughs> okay. Because at some point during that movie, I won't go into the whole plot or whatever, but you know, the earth is destroyed. We live on this huge cruise ship and we've evolved to the point where we are in chairs 24 seven on the ship. Oh, wow. And so it's just, it's like, it's a really weird lens of like, we're not, we could uh, not right? be that far away from yes. that, you know? And because again, you can sustain yourself completely. So yeah, I mean, movement is just that cornerstone. Like the more I move, the more inspired I am to eat well. Exactly. Or Your like, it feels better. Yeah. Or like well. you kind of realize yeah. if you eat bad and then you try to move, you're like, oh, like you kind of, again, become more aware mm -hmm. of how food makes you feel. You know, yeah. that's why you, you know, on Thanksgiving, you eat a bunch of food and then you sit on the couch because you couldn't go exercise or not. <laughs> right. That, you yeah. know? So I think those two feed off each other big time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Point. All right. We got some fun ones. Okay. Less serious. Okay. We've got, what is your walkout song? My walkout song. Yeah. Like you come out on stage, you're about to give a huge presentation <laughs> on, you know, the magic of food and, and blood testing. What, <laughs> you know, what do you want yeah. to kind of hear as you walk on stage? Well, this is kind of an unfair question because I'm a stay-at-home mom. So I listen to like Greatest Showman and you know, I watched it for the first time yeah, yesterday. It's, it's an great. awesome movie if yeah. you want to watch it, even if you don't have kids. I will say, though, since I went to Clemson and we just won the national championship, yeah. I love that song, All We Do Is Win. Okay. Yeah, there we I'm go. not going to sing it for you. I have no idea who sings it. But <laughs> I love that song. That's funny. Okay, here's yeah. your walkout song. Yeah. Uh, these will be easier, or maybe not. What is your favorite cartoon? My favorite cartoon? And it could be past, present, or future. Yeah. I'll throw that out there. I think growing up, I love the Care Bears. I don't know why that just brings such great. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They just shoot those hearts or whatever <laughs> rainbows out of their stomachs and yeah. chest. Yeah, okay, are awesome. They need to bring those back. They, I think they have, and they're not that good. Netflix oh, really? tried. Yeah, uh, they tried to bring them back, but darn, my girls won't watch it. Gotcha. They brought Voltron back, which I watched when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. Okay. Um, if you weren't a nutritionist, mm -hmm. what do you think you would be? You know, I I think I would be a teacher. Okay. I love kids. I love being around them. And I've thought about this a number of times. I just don't think I have the perseverance to make it five days a week for an entire school year, but I do. Mm -hmm. I do love being with kids. So I think a teacher would be would be a good one. Okay. Okay. Like not any teacher, but like with children. Probably obviously. like K through two. Okay. My max. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That's another common theme with a lot of people I've had who are kind of in the fitness or um, health industry is like, they always seem to have some associate, either they were a teacher or they okay. could have been or whatever, because that's all we're doing, right? We're essentially right. just teachers, coaches. Yeah. We're just kind of leading people down a path. And if you enjoy that, typically you found it through health is a great way to impact people. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. What is the last, this is going to be funny. What's the last TV show you watched? The last TV show I watched. Um, well, I can tell you, it's not a common one that I watch. I watched Shark Tank last night. Oh, okay. I never watch. I never watch. But there's a, a um a, a mom on there who makes dresses that I've been following, Sonnet James, and she's just the cutest and I love her. And um she was on there last night. So okay. I wanted to support her and watch it. And it was really good if you can watch it. Sonnet James, she got I won't tell the answer, but she did really well. Okay. Um, yeah. Very yeah, cool. Very cool. So oh, that was awesome. fun. Yeah, Shark Tank caught that a few times. Yeah. So it's a pretty good show. The last book you read? 
the last book read. I am a big reader, so I'm always reading a book. Um, what am I? Well, right, I can tell you what I'm reading now. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm reading. Um, you read so many books, you literally don't know the last. Yeah, one. Yeah, I can't remember the last one I finished, but I'm reading Trevor Noah's um, book, um, Born a Criminal. It's really good. It's just his story of growing up in South okay. Africa, and um, yeah, just a really great story just where he came from and okay. where he is now and I just really admire him a lot okay yeah that's cool He's awesome. do you read like multiple books at a time I do okay I yeah. do a lot of people do that I cannot do that yeah. I need to like start and finish something I've tried to read too I just I don't know it's yeah. not, maybe at some point I can do an audiobook or like a podcast and a real book right that's pretty much it but not yeah. multiple at the same time yeah, I just get so I want to know the next thing. So I'm kind of in the middle of a few different books. Oh, okay, there you yeah. go. Cool. That's a lot of information. Um, <laughs> how can people find out more about you? Like yeah. where can they find you? Tell just come find me. Out. I'm um Courtneyoberly.com. And then I'm on Instagram. It's eatwell.feelwell. And I'm just trying to post some things up there. Um cool. yeah. So I'd love for y'all to come find me. Awesome. I will again link to those in the show notes and Perfect. All right. Yeah. Thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you. That was yeah, fun. That was fun. We, there's so many more things we could d- dig into, but maybe we'll have a round two. And, okay. Because I'm really curious about the science behind blood testing. And okay. Stuff like that. Like we can we can have a nerd episode. <laughs> okay. That sounds we'll good. Be nerdy on we'll that. Dive in yeah. Next time. I would love to. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. Don't forget your body is resilient, strong, and adaptable. The way to better healthcare and a healthier you is education and empowerment. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, we would love for you to give us a five-star rating on iTunes and even leave some comments. I've seen a lot of uh, five-star ratings, but you know, tell me things that we're doing good or things that we need to improve. I'm happy. I love feedback. Uh, thanks so much. Bye.